everyone, and welcome back to It's Cool with Jazzy Cool. This is episode seven. Um, this is going to be kind of a speed round today. I don't have a lot of time because uh, I have to speed read some Plato's Republic. Um, I'm also trying something new today. Um, <laughs> perhaps not the best day to try something new when you're like running short on time. But if it works, there will be video on YouTube. <laughs> If it doesn't, there won't be. <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. Um, so yeah, this is going to be an interesting thing because I'm looking at myself while I'm doing this. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I had a whole, like, when I, like, turned the video on and, like, looked at myself and I was like, oh, no. I look, because <laughs> with my headphones, it almost looks like I have a mullet when my hair is fully a bob, not in fact a mullet. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh no, it looks like I have a mullet and I'm wearing like my like most mask gay outfit that I have. I'm like, oh no, because I was, I was gonna, oh shit, I oh, just kicked something. Um. <laughs> That was fun. Anyways, uh, yeah. Like, unplugged my laptop there for a second. But, <laughs> so, so I was going to tell the story that my appearance is relevant for. So, I guess I'll just start with that one. Um, so, my brother called me a couple of days ago from a bar. He lives in Chicago. So, he's calling me from this bar in Chicago, and he's with his like, queer friend, and he goes, like, he's showing me to his his friend, and, like, he made me put my glasses on, because I wasn't wearing them, and then he goes, like, she just has, like, a very specific, he's, like, talking about my aesthetic, but he didn't know that word, which made it even better, um, also, I'm looking at myself, and I don't know how that's actually gonna read, do I look at the camera? Do I look at my... I don't know. Anyways. Um, so he calls me, and he's like, oh, she just has, like, a very specific, like, you know, talking about me to his friend, right? So he goes, like, there's a word for it, right? Like, the kind of lesbian that wears, like, pantsuits and, like, you know, like, houndstooth. And his friend goes, Butch? And I, of course, burst out laughing. I am like, this is how, how he managed to describe my style, missing <laughs> a very important detail. Um, I, I, was, I didn't say this, but I probably should have. Like, no, in a femme way, there's a massive difference between like butch suits and like femme suits okay there's a huge difference and it's very important very important i and <laughs> that's why my outfit's kind of important because i'm like wearing my butch outfit i've got like the loose ripped skinny jeans and my converse and this flannel apparently my laptop is not plugged in but it is definitely plugged in and i'm kind of pissed off about it anyways <clears throat> um so yeah hopefully i think it should be working now 
Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so that's one story that happened this week. Uh, I was described as butch, <laughs> which was even better when I told that to all of like my friends who are also queer, and they're just like, no, no. Like I kind of, I'm like low femme, still femme though, still very much femme. So that was that was a whole thing. Anyways, the story I really planned to tell today was how I came out to my family. Because oh. <laughs> it's quite an it's quite an interesting story. It might not be a very long story, but um I guess I'll just get started. So when I came out to my father, I came out well, I came out to my siblings first. They kind of just figured it out because when I figured it out, I started dressing gayer. And, you know, I didn't really care if they knew. So I wasn't really, like, trying to hide it from them because I knew they wouldn't care. So, um, lost my train of thought. See, the problem with, like, filming now is that I can't, like, if I want to go through and, like, edit, it takes... Way more time. So you're going to get all of my thought processes. <laughs> Which may be a better vibe for some people. But anyways, so I came out to them first. Like, they had all kind of figured it out. And they must have been gossiping about me. Because how we all came to the conclusion that they all knew was they kind of just cornered me in my room and were like, are you gay? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. It's kind of obvious. But then, so that's how I came out to them. So all my siblings knew. Then I came out to my father. Not really planned. It involved a TikTok I made um, that was about dressing gay. Um, and it got like 2,000 views, which is a lot. Like, it's, like in the grand scheme of things, it's not a lot, but it's a lot. <laughs> so... Um, we were sitting in a Culver's, already the most Midwestern setting possible. I'm sitting in a Culver's with my dad, my younger brother, and my younger sister. And, oh, to make it even better, it's after our, um, I, can't, I can't remember if it was our fall concert or our winter concert for, like, band and choir, but it was after a band and choir concert. So I'm in, like, full... Um, like concert black no i wouldn't have been in concert we had concert clothes never mind i was not dressed in concert black i was just in probably like basically pajamas <laughs> anyways that's irrelevant to the story but the tiktok is like how gay do i have to dress until i no longer have to come out to my mom and then it's like an outfit check so yeah uh, that was a TikTok. I can't remember if I brought it up or if my younger sister brought it up. One of us brought it up about, like, I think it might have been me. I might have been, like, it has, like, or she asked how many views it had, and then I told her or whatever, and blah, 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 blah. So, anyways, then my dad goes, what video? I want to see this video that's got like that two 2,000 people have seen. And me and my sister and my brother, 
who also knows what the TikTok is, just kind of look at each other really awkwardly. <laughs> We're kind of like, mm, fuck. That was all that was going through our heads right now. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> and then my dad goes, well, now I really want to see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm sitting here like, I'm about to come out to my father. This is going to be so fucking weird. So anyways, so I, pu I pull up the TikTok and I show it to him. It's like sitting on the table and he watches it and he sits there like, No reaction. None. We're, I'm like, what? Because I'm like, I can't tell if this is good or if this is bad or he, he's not having a reaction. All of me and my siblings are like waiting, like on the edge of our seats. What's he going to say? And he just goes, okay. <laughs> like what what kind of reaction is that I'm thinking I just came out and he just goes okay like awesome I guess I uh, could be worse I suppose I don't really know what exactly I was expecting but it wasn't that <laughs> um so yeah uh, I come to find out, like, a couple months, like, that was, like, almost a year ago now. I come to find out in July, like, six months later, seven months later, he did not hear the TikTok. He could not hear the audio. So, to him, it was just me showing off an outfit. <laughs> I thought I came out to my dad. I did not. <sighs> yeah. At this point, the reason I found out was because, um, so my older brother lived in Chicago or like is living in Chicago. And my dad's best friend also lives in Chicago. And um, my dad was down there helping move my older brother into like a different apartment. And they were staying at my dad's best friend's house. And TJ told my dad this story because my dad knew. He knew that I was gay. Not from that. He kind of just figured it out. I'm thinking after, because my hypothesis is that, oh, he knew. I probably just, like, stopped hiding it. Also, if you know anything about, like, current, like, style or culture or literally anything, I, you look at me and you're like, that, that's a queer person. So, yeah, um, there's that. But... So they were at my dad's best friend's house, and TJ told him this story, and they were all laughing hysterically at him. 
especially my dad's best friend because they give each other crap all the time you know so like he's like your daughter came out to you and you didn't react <laughs> so they were just like laughing at him and then I found out at my graduation party well I guess it was a little before that because my older brother called me and told me that and then how my mother figured it out because I was I did, I did not really want to tell my mother um, because my mom is like Catholic, was raised Catholic, raised all of us Catholic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, I, I think she's going to be fine with it, but I also don't know. She also just figured it out. I don't know how because she knows nothing about current culture or like style or anything she knows nothing uh she figured it out somehow i think because she thought i was dating my best friend i may have mentioned i think i've mentioned before on here that there was a point in time where everybody except me and my best friend thought we were dating like the whole town my entire family Maybe her family didn't, but it's also possible they did. But literally everyone thought we were dating. And I'm like, what? No, we are not dating. <laughs> it was great. But the reason I figured out that my mom kind of knew was because I, was, I would, like, go hang out with my friend, who was also my younger sister's friend, but I would, like, go hang out without my younger sister. And my mom would be like, whatever you're doing, you need to be careful. You need to be, and I'm like, what? I'm sitting here like, what are you talking about? Like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> that is apparently how she figured out we were dating. Because I like, I texted my sister. I was like, did you, did you tell mom that I was gay? And she's like, no. I think she just figured it out. I was like, okay, whatever. But, you know, what a strange way for someone, for your parent to find out that you're gay. To think you're dating somebody that you're not. I mean, whatever. I didn't have to say anything. Um, she is still, in fact, she still tries to make me go to church. We've been trying for like a year and a half. So maybe longer to not go to church anymore. <laughs> and well, my siblings have tried harder than me. The boys have pretty much gotten out of it completely. Um, I don't know how even, and it kind of pisses me off because I'm the gay one. Why am I the one still having to go to church? It's not fair. Anyways, <laughs> um, so. Like, I still, because we, like, canter and read in church, like, once a month. And so she's still trying to make me go. I'm at college. I got a text from my dad yesterday. Are you going to be home by, like, on this day? And I'm like, maybe. It depends on my, my final schedule. And he's like, well, you might have to sing in church because your mom has a barbershop contest. And I'm like, you're still trying to make me do that shit. I thought I had escaped. 
Ugh. Should have known. <sighs> My church itself is relatively fine. Like, I, I like the father at the church I go to. He's been arrested for protesting against war. So, Slay Father Jim. Um, but they have, like, anti-abortion, like, they have an anti-abortion sign in the parking lot, and the town fucking sucks, and is full of Republicans and crazy, like, I think if I told people I was gay, the town would not want me to keep cantering. I don't think Father Jim would care. I'm not sure about the choir or the accompanists. I don't think Father Jim would care, but I do think the town would care, and they would just subtly stop asking me to do it. Part of me is tempted to just one day just stand up in the middle of church, just go, I'm gay, and walk out. Uh, Yeah, except... You know, that's not really my vibe. I have anxiety, so that would <laughs> not happen. Not happening here. Um, what else has happened this week? Because those were the stories I wanted to tell, was how I came out. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure some of my extended family knows, because I don't really hide it on my TikTok um, or my Instagram. It's in my Instagram bio. I have, like, a pride flag and the, the pan with, like, a frying egg, <laughs> you know, because I said I was pan for a while. I, like, identified as that, which I leave it because I think it's funny. I think it's funny to have the pride flag and then the frying pan next to it. I I enjoy that, even though I don't particularly identify as that at the moment I'm more going with like queer or just gay I'm not sure if I'm allowed to like identify as gay though because (laughs) I'm not a man attracted to other men (laughs) so yeah um I guess I can talk a little bit about some gender stuff real quick um I've kind of, I'm pretty secure in my identity as a female with she, her pronouns. Um, But sometimes, sometimes I have, you know, not female thoughts about things. Like, one time, I'm a massive daydreamer, right? And one time... I was, like, sitting, like, I was daydreaming somewhere. It was possible I was disassociating while driving. Don't do that. Don't disassociate and drive, okay? It's, (laughs) you know, it's possible. I don't know when exactly it was, but I was daydreaming, and I was imagining myself in one of my favorite sweaters that I had stolen from my older brother, and then I imagined myself without boobs, And I liked that imagination. And I was like, wait, wait a second. Because I had to, like, do a a double take to my daydream. I was like, I don't have boobs in that thought. 
Where did they go? <laughs> and why do I not mind that? <laughs> you know, because sometimes I'm fine with them and sometimes I'm not. Because they're kind of something that I was made to feel like a little ashamed or embarrassed about. Like, because I developed quicker than a lot of the girls. That, oh, my stomach rumbled. I don't know if you could hear that, but my stomach rumbled. Um, I developed faster than a lot of the girls in my school, especially the ones I hang, hung out with, because I was an athlete at this point, so all of the girls that I was hanging out with were super skinny, super tiny, like flat as a board uh, in every direction. Um, and I was... I hadn't been skinny since, like, seventh grade. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, many people would still say that I am, in fact, still skinny. But I don't really feel that way, and I don't think there's a problem with it. There's obviously... There's not a problem with not being skinny. Just like there's not a problem with being fat unless your doctor tells you so. And sometimes doctors can even have fat phobia, which is not, not a good thing. But... Not what we're talking about right now. So I had boobs in like fifth grade. They might not have been as big as they are, but they were there. And they were pointed out to me by my friends. My friends. Not even like guys or anything. My friends. Like, and it wasn't really supposed to be like a, oh, that's weird or like, you know, but it made me a little uncomfortable because it was something I had that they didn't. And it was something I had to worry about that they didn't because it was a, you know, because there's something that's so often sexualized unnecessarily. What the hell was that accent? My accent gets so weird when I do these. I don't know where it goes, but <laughs> anyways. Boobs are unnecessarily sexualized in women as and in, like, young girls. So I was, like, struggling. I always struggle because I have such wide shoulders. But, like, they're... And then, like, my boobs. So, like, finding things that fit everywhere is not easy. Like, any kind of dress that is, like, a wrap style, it's, like, my boobs are too small for but then my boobs are also simultaneously too big for other kinds of shirts. It's really annoying, you know. And one of the saddest things, this has to do with my large shoulders, um, like, fuck. I got, <laughs> I got a flannel shirt for Christmas one time that I was super excited to wear. I was in, like, middle school, and it fit me perfectly. Everywhere except my shoulders. I couldn't move my shoulders. I'm pretty sure I just smelled weed. Uh, yeah, but we're gonna pretend I didn't. Um, anyways, so yeah, that's, it's really, really not fun. Um, so a piece of advice that saved me probably from a lot of body trauma came from probably the strangest place you would think of. It came from my middle school, like my elementary middle school gym teacher. Yes, it was a man. And 
We had the same birthday, uh, weirdly enough. It was really funny, actually. Um, but anyways, it came from him. And it was when we were getting weighed and stuff for, like, we had to get weighed, like, I can't remember how often, for, like, gym class or whatever. And we had to do all the fitness tests. So I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade, like, prime time for all the body issues to, like, start. And we were getting weighed. And I, I like, knew I was going to weigh more than, like, all of the other girls that I hung out with that were, like, in my class or whatever. Something that really helped was that he told us that the BMI scale is bullshit because it doesn't actually look at the composition of, like, muscle versus fat. It just goes based purely on weight. And he used the comparison of, like, one of, like, the buffest, like, jacked, like, insanely muscular guys in our high school. He was, like, the BMI scale would say he was, like, super obese based on his height and weight, even though taking one look at him, you can tell he is obviously not. (laughs) Because muscle weighs more than fat. Fun fact, and that saved me from a lot of body issues. And that won't help everybody, but it helped me. Um, it, it's even, it's almost like, it was almost a toxic mentality in terms of like viewing being fat as bad, which is not true. And it, like, your weight does not determine your worth. It really doesn't. And like, you're like, you know, Whatever, it doesn't matter, but a middle school girl in, like, 2010, like, that era, that really helped me to be, like, I'm just strong, you know. I would later come to the realization that it does not matter, but where I was at at the time, that really helped me. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say something else. Oh, the other thing that helped me come to terms with my weight is the fact that I've been, like, the same weight since middle school when I was a three-sport athlete working out, like, every single day for hours because I had, like, basketball practice and we would lift after school. So, like, you know, I've been, like, approximately the same weight since I, like, hit puberty and have, like, been done with puberty, which means I'm at a healthy, this is where my body is supposed to be. If I weigh the same when I'm working out a lot (laughs) and I don't work out as much anymore and I'm, like, still around that weight, like, my body still looks the same. So, yeah. So, Sometimes your body is just going to sit heavier than other people's bodies. And that's just where it's supposed to be. Because biology is weird, and the European beauty standards fucking suck. Anyways. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, this was episode 7. Thank you all very much for listening. And my favorite song this week, off the top of my head, um, is... Carousel by Five Seconds of Summer from their new album. Thank you.